Welcome. This is Luc Berings with a podcast on leadership and things related. This is the third and last part of this podcast series on why people give you influence. If you haven't listened to part one and two, I strongly advise you to do so before listening to this one. Well, because of course, I kind of build on what I've been discussing in the previous two podcasts on the topic. Okay, so in the course of this series on why people give you influence, I said I would like to distinguish five different needs or feelings in people. And this was because leaders are defined by their followers. Leadership is not so much about a set of qualities in a leader as it is about a set of feelings or, or needs in a follower. And being aware of these needs, we could ask ourselves, is there anything about me that may satisfy that need and thus make others grant us, give us influence? The, the first need I discussed in the previous podcast was that people need to know what makes you different, specific, or maybe an outlier. My advice based on that need was discover your leadership signature. What are you really serious about as a person dealing with other people in your team? The thing you are known for and people tell others about you. All the rest you're willing to discuss or negotiate on. Just not this one thing. It's too close to your heart, too close to who you really are. So discover your leadership signature. And I mean discover, not invent. It's not about dreaming something up that sounds good or having your PR people hustle some soundbites together. Your leadership signature is already out there. You just need to discover it. And uh, others can probably already tell you what it is. So need number one is that people need to know what you're all about. And your answer lies in your leadership signature. Now, the second need people have is that we all want to have the feeling that it matters what we do. You must have heard Simon Sinek in one of his YouTube TED Talk presentations make this great observation about Martin Luther King and his I Have a Dream speech. Sinek said it was the I Have a Dream speech, not the I Have a Plan speech. And if you haven't watched it, please do. It's really worth the 15 minutes. So how simple can it be? We're literally being overwhelmed by plans, policies, strategies, and whatever. But how up-to-date are we really about the dreams and, and, and the visions behind all these plans? Because it is these dreams and visions that keep us awake at night, that, that inspire us to action, that give us the energy and, and the resilience to overcome setbacks and, and, and keep driving for success. Not the plan, the dream. The dream will describe stuff that really matters to us, that we want to commit to, that we want to be a part of. So how do you as a leader address that need? Well, not by repeating over and over again what should be done. I mean, not by explaining, with or without being asked, how people need to do things or, or what the plan is. Leaders need to give people clarity on where they want to go and why. And then get out of their way, step aside, let people handle it. And one last note on this one, keep it simple. Microsoft's Sachin Adela was quoted to have said, you join here not to be cool, but to make others cool. Now, he wasn't talking about how to do that or what exactly needed to be done. He was making a little clearer why people join Microsoft. 
Part of the message was that it's even okay to be uncool yourself as long as you're in it to make others cool. And with this he focused on helping others, on adding value. And those are things that matter to people. And the topic of this podcast could give them an extra reason to follow you, to, to give you influence. So the second need, people need the feeling that it matters what they do. Leaders should address that need by talking more about the where to, the why, the dream, and much less about the what, the how, and the plan. The third need people have is autonomy. We have the need to be free, to be able to make our own decisions, to do what we think is right, whatever that may be. We hate being forced, coerced, compelled, constrained. Monitoring people too closely conveys mistrust, and that certainly does not bring out the best in them. I'm sure that anyone who has ever successfully run a, a university, a film studio, or, or I don't know, a, an open-source software project will tell you that getting the most out of people seldom means managing them more. It usually means managing them less. Hands off. Give people room to maneuver. Make their own decisions. If you can create a culture where people feel they have the space to be creative, to try things, to make mistakes and learn from them, of course you will find that in return they will give you influence. We all have the need to be and, and to feel free. Now how much more of a paradox can it be? I mean, you give room, you give freedom, and at the same time you gain influence. So do not micromanage. Overcome your own insecurities and place trust in your people. Now, a lot of leaders, including myself at one point, try to empower employees, you know, motivate, without actually letting go of control. Now, that doesn't work. A real-life example of how it could work? Well, let's stay with Sachin Nadella. Early on in his tenure at Microsoft, he was in a Q&A with a group of employees. And one of his people held up his cell phone and said that it was annoying how he was not able to print directly from his device. And was Sachi going to do anything about that? Now Nadella looked the guy straight in the eye and said, Make it happen, you have full authority. The scene is now legendary within Microsoft. In just two sentences, a leader pointed out something very important that many leaders should do more of. Trust people, truly empower them, and get out of their way. People have a need for autonomy. If leaders know how to satisfy that need, they will be rewarded with influence. Need number four? Well, people want to become better at what matters to them. Whatever you do as a leader to satisfy that need, again, will be rewarded with influence. If stuff matters to us, we want to improve our skills. Nobody wants to do worse today than they did yesterday. If something matters to us, we want to become better at it. It's just the way it is. So give people opportunities to fail and learn, to improve, to become better. Challenge them. And always be ready to discuss with them what they have learned, what they will do differently next time, and how you can help. However, people will only really stretch themselves, take a chance, run the risk of failure, try new things, if the last need is also met. Without the last need, nothing really works. And what is that? People need to feel safe. People just are better when they feel safe in your team. Remember that people do not really work, invest themselves, drive for success for a company. They do all that for a team leader. People work for you, not for the company. 
They enjoy working there because of you. They hate working there probably because of you. There's your influence. People will only stretch themselves, take a chance, try new things, take initiative, go out on a limb if they feel safe in your care. You need to defend them, step up, fight for them when things get tough. You need to have their back when it becomes difficult. In the team, the buck stops with you. And people need to feel safe having you as a leader. They will reward that feeling of safety with influence. A last Nadella example to underline this one. It was in the spring of 2016 when a development team at Microsoft launched Tai. Now, Tai was an AI-based chatbot. She was trained in, in, in modern street talk. Now, Twitter discovered with lightning speed that if they targeted Tai with racist, sexist, and other hateful language, she would learn quickly and start using that language herself. Now, the team had not accounted for that. Now, within just one day, the bot was brainwashed, and she started tweeting on a large scale the same racist stuff she had been fed. Microsoft was humiliated. The experiment in AI was a failure, an epic one. It was world news. And what does a leader do? Terminate the team? Fire people? Punish the team lead? Kill the project? Well, no. Actually, Nadella wrote in an email to the team, keep pushing and know that I am with you. Keep pushing and know that I am with you. As a leader, he reassured his people, offered them protection, he encouraged them to keep learning and improving. He told them he was with them. No blame, no guilt, no punishment. Keep pushing and know that I am with you. Nine words. As many months later, the Microsoft team launched another bot designed to be more troll-resistant, and it was a success. Now let's wrap it up. Why do people give you influence as the leader? Well, I guess what I find important is that leadership is not so much about a set of qualities in a leader as it is about a set of feelings or needs in a follower. Address that set of needs in people and maybe they in turn will give you influence. In these three podcasts, I discussed some of those needs and how they can affect your leadership behavior. If nothing else, then please take away that influence is a gift much more than an accomplishment. People choose to give it to you or not. And you know, a gift should be handled with care.